Let's first define elicitation, right? Because I think a lot of people, they don't really know what this means. They don't really understand what you do at the FBI or what you did at the FBI. They don't really get it. They think that elicitation and interrogation are the same thing. No, elicitation is a conversation whereby you get people to be predisposed to reveal information they wouldn't normally reveal under direct questioning. So in other words, people have a tendency to reveal secret or confidential information when they are given the environment or the opportunity to reveal that information based on some psychological behavioral concepts. So this is not necessarily berating people until they give you what you want. This is sort of rapport development and then getting people to tell. You want to learn the truth before the lies. You put it in the book, right? Does that mean get people to tell us what we want to know before their guard goes up? Yes, that's exactly what we're going to do. Elicitation is painless. People won't even know they're being the target of elicitation. They won't realize they're giving up classified or secret information, and they will like you, and then they will ask you to come back and talk to them again, supposedly, you know, to reveal more secret information. So it's kind of an innocuous, subtle process whereby people are placed in an environment where they are predisposed to reveal secrets they wouldn't ordinarily reveal. That was a clip from Jack Schaefer on The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jack was previously a CIA officer charged with extracting information from people. And this was a concept which I never really thought about before, but it's obviously true and it's very powerful, which is the concept of elicitation. And it's another toolkit that the CIA has to extract information, right? You don't, it doesn't have to be torture all the time and it doesn't have to be compromise. It can just be elicitation, just getting people to voluntarily disclose information to you. And I think this is a very compelling example. The examples he gives may not be very relatable because you don't really believe that they can happen, but just listen to this and imagine yourself in this scenario. Yes, and one of the techniques that we can get into right now is there's a human predisposition to correct others. So if I give you, I make a false statement to you, there's an overwhelming desire in you to correct me. And so if I want to get information from you, I will just give you a what we call a presumptive statement. In other words, it's either a false statement or a true statement, but you're going to corroborate and say, yes, that's true. Or you're going to say, no, that's not true. It's this. I wanted to find out, say, your political affiliation. What I'll say is, oh, you're obviously a Republican. And there'll be an overwhelming desire if you're not a Republican to say what? No, no, no. I, no, I'm a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what makes you think I'm a Republican, right? Yeah. Yes. And I do that in my classes all the time because a student will make a good comment about something. And I'll say, during my elicitation classes, then I'll say, wow, that's pretty insightful for a junior or a sophomore. And I just remember this one girl, she just was biting her lip and trying not to say anything. And then finally she blurted out and she says, I know what you're up to. And I'm not a sophomore. I'm a senior. Mm. And she says, now I feel better. Because she was able to make that correction. So it's interesting that people have this overwhelming desire to correct other people. So I'm generally a believer in Cunningham's Law, which is the behavioral impulse of people to correct others when they're wrong, particularly when it has cognitive dissonance with their self-image. And when someone overly praises you or mischaracterizes your identity, you really, really want to correct them. 
and it even if you know what they're doing you still want to correct them because that just makes you feel better and that's something ha- that happened to me i was thinking about elicitation and i i just saw this email there was a mentor of mine complimenting me he said uh, i feel like your career development has been easily in the top five percent if not higher as far as how much success you found so quickly and i immediately replied from my point of view i'm 35 single living with my parents never held a senior management role burnout of finance career like i listed a bunch of my flaws uh to him even though he just gave gave me a sincere compliment and i just felt this need to debase myself to show i wasn't worthy of his compliment even i should even though i should have just taken it and this was after hearing about the concept of elicitation so i think it's a very strong concept and i think the podcast gives a good overview of this idea he is trying to sell a book but I think it comes from a lot of experience actually applying this to reality. So there's two ways you can make use of it, obviously. One is be aware when it's being used on you, and two, when you actually need information out of someone else. So check it out.